0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me What You Know. Today is Sunday, December the 15th, and this is episode 35 of Tell Me What You Know. We're only, what? 17 episodes away from doing this for a full year.
1: For a full year. Yeah. Wow.
0: One episode a week for <laughs> a full year. <laughs> Have we learned anything?
1: Uh, what, 104 topics in that time? Yeah. Well, I thought we are just it, skipping it ahead be. to it. But yeah, we're, yeah. we're, uh, yeah, going on seventy topics. Do you think you've retained information up? from? I've certainly learned stuff. Stuff pops
0: up. I feel like yeah. after we've talked about it. Yeah. Huh. I'll
1: sp- I'll take that right into a topic. That, okay. Uh, uh, did you see um, Patrick Reed's caddy? Yeah. Got kicked out. I did. Yeah, he got into a fight with one of the fans of the president. Australian job. bogan. Yeah. Well, so one thing I thought that the caddy said that's interesting. Is that he felt it was his duty mm-hmm. to defend yes. Patrick Reed? Right now, I didn't bring that up as a, <laughs> as yeah, a part he, of my. If he had listened to the podcast, if he, yeah, well, I mean, maybe he needs he, a, a quality, a, attribute of a great caddy would be I'm willing to punch people in the face right. when well, you say something bad to my player.
0: What do he say? All it was the only damage is a little spilled beer or something. Yeah,
1: I think I think he might have shoved him. Shoved him, but he. I mean, that he had to sit down. He couldn't be on the bag anymore for the rest of the of the tournament. Well, and they won. And they won. So maybe yeah. that was a good yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I don't even know if Patrick Reed played yesterday or what he played in. Or uh, I mean, I think he played Her in the today. singles
1: to like last night. Right. Yeah, we, which we won. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Came back from, from behind.
0: I mean, I, I, I get where he's coming from, the caddy.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's also his brother-in-law.
0: Right. Well, and that cra- that family's kind of crazy. And Yeah, yeah. But, uh,
1: I mean, because I know them personally,
0: I guess. I, uh, I know
1: people know p- them. People say yeah.
0: that they're a little bit off, but... Uh, or anyway um i get where he's coming from i don't know that at an event you can like touch a spectator or something for sure i mean especially i'm sure he did that and expected to not be able to participate the next day
1: you think i would imagine i I think he did it and walked away and I, i bet he felt vindicated in it but yeah maybe
0: i'm sure he doesn't regret
1: it no i don't think he regrets it
0: uh stood up for your guy yeah yeah. I mean I, I get it yeah for sure
1: I don't love Patrick Reed though like if it had been some player that right. I really liked and he was standing up for him you I'd be like even more so I'd be like no you can't sit him you might have tweeted about it or something uh, maybe yeah. I don't know Tweet it
0: right at the USGA or whatever <laughs> International Golf Association
1: <laughs> be like how dare you sit this guy yeah and then I also had a massive flub in your topic last week Moscow Mule <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> not whiskey, whiskey.
0: right <laughs> it's got I think I'm so like,
1: vodka. in vodka yeah in Moscow, like uh, what Duh, Russian whiskey, I don't know what I was thinking, right love that wasly whiskey for some reason, I always equate that that mug it comes in like that copper mug, right you with were so like wrong with, you were so
0: wrong with that that you made me question whether or not I knew what a <laughs> Moscow mule was. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You were yeah, so confident so wrong. That, like, Oh, a nice Moscow mule. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. I was like, oh, maybe it does have... What? I, I couldn't think of huh? it at the time. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of like a mint julep, which does have whiskey. Okay. Yeah. All right. But again, is not always served in that type of mug. I don't know what yeah. I'm thinking. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, all good. What's your topic for this week?
0: All right. Well, let's hop right into it. You may... When I say this topic, you won't be surprised. Okay. Because as you know, I've been kind of scrapping for topics recently.
1: <laughs> I'll Michael, say maybe we've talked about this. We might have talked about this.
0: Tell me what you know about therapy animals.
1: Oh, great. I, <laughs> I've, uh, I've looked into it because as was like a loophole ah, with uh, like getting a dog. Right. I think I was in an apartment, a uh-huh. condo, and they would maybe made overtures to me that they'd be fine with us getting a dog. And then they reneged on this. Gotcha. So I would looked at going around them fully ah. from the legal element. You cannot. This is my therapy dog. Well, Fair Housing Act. Yeah. Situation. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, I don't know uh, how long they've been been used. I guess, but um, I know that uh, soldiers coming back from war have been treated with uh, like a therapy dog is like mm-hmm. a way to combat PTSD. Right. And I think it's actually pretty uh, effective. I know that, and I think this is much more rare, but there might be some like EMTs or firefighter crews that will have like a golden retriever or something. And you go to like a scene of an accident and maybe someone's just had a really traumatic event. The dog can help sort of in that traumatic time. Yes. Um, So that's kind of my limited knowledge of, of therapy animals. Okay. I know that they're uh, a, calling them a therapy animals is an abused term.
0: I feel yes to get around certain the vagueness is on purpose as well because while they are mostly cats and dogs, that is not the only type of Uh, of therapy animal out there. I think we'll start. I don't even know if therapy animal is the proper way to kind of group all of these animals, but Mm -hmm. I was looking more drawing the line between, between emotional support animals and Mm -hmm. the service animal. So emotional support animal they, and service animals, they, they differ. Service animals yeah. are, are trained to perform specific tasks, right? So think of uh, a guide dog helping a blind person or a dog that will alert somebody if their owner has a seizure or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, they're, so they're specifically trained, right? Um, and service animals are typically dogs, I believe. I think there's some horses as well. Huh. Uh, and they've been helping people since at least 1927 is what I found. The main difference kind of hinges on whether or not the animal has been formally trained to do something specific. Like perform
1: a function. Right. Between an
0: emotional support animal or a service dog. Emotional support animals uh, don't really need to have any training at all. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So so, um, at the same time, it can be said that really any animal that provides comfort or uh, companionship uh, unconditional love or affection to their owner could be an emotional support animal, right? Uh, you yeah. have two emotional support cats at your house. I, absolutely. 100%. Yes. 100%. I think they do provide you with something like that, right? Oh, totally.
1: Yeah. Oh, the companionship is yeah. is off the charts.
0: You hear that about cats a lot.
1: Hey, these, these aren't <laughs> normal cats.
0: Uh, <laughs> the reason why this is important, I guess, is that in the USA, at least, people with emotional or mental illnesses or disabilities, they can be exempt from certain rules pertaining to federal housing or if to travel. Uh, if they had these emotional support animals, like we said earlier, typically dogs are cats, but there's no hard line drawn here. And the vagueness, I think, is th- these, I guess, uh, lawmakers as well as just citizens trying to live their lives mm-hmm. kind of suffer from this a little bit, be- suffer because of this a little bit, because it is so vague in its definition. And in the law that people kind of exploit it a little bit, mm-hmm. they abuse it, some fraudulent stuff, they get away with taking different kinds of animals with them.
1: Um, Give an inch, take right. a mile.
0: We talked about the Fair yeah. Housing Act, right? So it requires a landlord to make these reasonable accommodations for uh, for their tenants if they have disabilities, so like a wheelchair ramp. But there's there's a big gray area here because now they have, you know, well, uh, it could be we don't allow dogs in this residence. Well, this is my emotional support dog. Right. It could be uh, we don't allow animals in this residence. Well, this is my emotional support echidna,
1: like right. kangaroo. <laughs> right. This is my, I have to have this animal. Right. And the difference here, though, too, is, is – the it's not difficult to get an emotional support license. or oh, it's or very whatever. Easy. I mean, it's very easy. I, I there are doctors. I pretty much online uh, ready. I Pretty much got
0: certified in the last fifteen minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's. Well, we can skip crazy. ahead to that. You know how you, yeah. you can tell it's just like a racket or a sham is that when you type in emotional support animal documentation into Google, you get fifteen ads yeah. with their pricing. Yeah. All right away. It's like mm-hmm. oh, as low as forty nine dollars. It's right. like right. Okay, so this is definitely not. Uh, full-fledged cut and dry here accredited like into the yeah exactly yeah exactly this is some online therapist who's going to say oh yeah i understand you have, yeah you're i would say you're bipolar so we're going to give right. you this <laughs> this tag here jump into a little facts and figures uh obviously the trend has become increasingly more popular over the last several years the national service animal registry in 2011 had 2400 registered animals that number is north of 200,000 today wow so in just seven years they've been i would imagine that thing's
1: so it's a it's a registry of all animals that are emotional support.
0: It could be more service animal. Okay, but uh, even if that so if that number is climbing, just imagine yeah. the ESA numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, so what disorders qualify? Mm-hmm. Uh, learning disorders, ADD, <laughs> sexual disorder, tick disorders, motor skill dis- disorders, bipolar, gender identity, substance related disorder, cognitive disorders. So everything. Anything. 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 Right. Yeah. Um yeah i mean a sexual disorder well, I mean, think about how easy it is to get, to get to say you have add and get adderall right right yeah so that's even easier easy, to get, a, yeah. get oh i have add i need my dog with me at
1: all right times. oh i need this controlled cocaine and i also need my emotional <laughs> support dog right.
0: is that cocaine No, no. these are amphetamine salts <laughs> yes uh so you mentioned the process is pretty easy well, what, what is that process like uh like i said the dead giveaway is that the documentation when you go on google it's just people trying to sell you their their, their, uh, their service to you. But essentially, you have to suffer from some sort of mental or emotional disability and have a licensed medical profession professional certify that disorder mm-hmm. uh, through letter. They have to write, you know, with their letterhead and everything saying, yes, this is my patient. Uh, they, they have a disorder. They don't have to, like, any more details. They don't need to provide any more details other than they have a disability or they have a disorder.
1: Right. Well, otherwise, it's like... It's uh, client, client. Uh, uh, yeah, patient, doctor. Right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: client, patient. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the impairment must be substantial enough to produce a disability though not just discomfort or I just want my pet with me at all times okay still how I mean you can't I don't yeah. think you can like really it's, it's pretty objective pretty subjective there right mm-hmm. um, and then the animal must also provide a significant benefit that, uh, that is the difference between the person functioning adequately or not right
1: adequately right yeah I mean, these words like, yeah.
0: you couldn't get more vague if you tried yeah like what yeah. is that? what is a person functioning adequately
1: yeah and what, Oh well, yeah, exactly. What's the baseline? It, right. It's just, it's totally right.
0: Well, they're trying to combat against scale. it in a lot of States already. Uh, it is a crime to fraudulently claim that your animal is an emotional support animal.
1: So we need the consequences there are misdemeanors. Well. Yeah. I mean, you're
0: probably a ticket, right? Yeah. You're probably paying a fine. Yeah. And then maybe the, the trauma from that fine allows you to qualify. To <laughs> I
1: had a All mental ways. breakdown after I was given a ticket.
0: Right. Right. Um, what I thought was interesting is that people with these emotional support animals have all these rights, especially in travel. Like you can bring your pet onto the airplane, yeah. but let's say you're super allergic to dogs. You have no rights in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be like, Oh no, I'm allergic to dogs. Maybe they can move you or something.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know it's totally, it's crazy how we have some hierarchy of, Because at, at because at least you're having a physical reaction. If you're, if you're allergic to dogs and some people are very allergic to dogs, right? and you're just bringing the dog on yes because it's cheaper but then you start to thinking, have the dog with you when you're sitting in your seat
0: then you start thinking as well like maybe this person is like a veteran who has PTSD and they really need this animal and you can't be like ah, uh, my sneezing is going to be bad for 2 hours right. or this guy might have a breakdown or something right, right right but it's just because since the system's so
1: flawed right. you you don't know it's cats out of the bag right and you exactly because if you did see somebody that had a dog you'd be like oh if 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 the uh expectation that it was a serious issue or the dog was really giving support. Yeah. Then you'd be a lot more accommodating You'd be like, Oh sure, please. Just if you don't mind moving me. And that's how I feel about seeing eye dogs and, and uh, canine unit dogs, you know, like you, you see that they're doing a job and you don't want to treat them. Like you see a golden retriever in a dog park or something. A lot
0: of times they'll be wearing a vest or something. You say like emotional support animals do not have to have any kind of like markings on them that show that they're there. It could just be your dog with a leash on. Yeah. No extra tags, no anything. Hmm. Uh, Delta's actually banned pit bulls from their and, and similar breeds from their passenger cabins after mm-hmm. a, a pit bull bit two of the two employees on a flight.
1: Uh, we were produced the podcast The Electables, yep. and we had John Bernthal on the actor, um, and he. One, this is one of his philanthropic issues: is pit bulls, hmm. pit bull rescue, and he was talking about how there isn't any data to back up the pit bulls or more aggressive or more dangerous than other breeds mm-hmm. so he thought that was a it's a complete yeah craziness yeah. that, that they're going to just say no to this entire breed huh some cities supposedly have said no dog breeds here no pit bulls yeah um which is i don't know enough, don't enough about know. the yeah i don't know enough about you the always hear issues
0: they're definitely been like they've been they're, they're, they're the villains in the dog world for sure just yeah. from from yeah. where you look
1: Dog fight videos and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm not yeah. a. I'm not watching them. But b. Right. I think pit bulls are in them <laughs> for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You remember that Dmx video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna steal a topic from you. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Let's talk about some crazy animals that people use as emotional support animals on flights.
1: I think I saw something recently, but yeah.
0: Alright, well let's start with uh one, a peacock. A pe- oh yeah. my gosh. So a New York artist <laughs> a New York artist was trying to fly with their emotional support animal, which is a peacock named Dexter. Wait. Uh this is back in January two thousand eighteen. Um oh f- did you happen to see pictures? Oh, yeah. This is like it's a Full, a peacock.
1: Fledged, full feathered, yes. full
0: peacock. peacock. Yes. Well, its feathers were down. It wasn't trying to mate. I don't believe it was trying to bang <laughs> any other peacocks at the time.
1: Peacocks aren't just they, always walking around did, and showing it off.
0: Didn't see a whole lot of talent if at LaGuardia. You if you got it,
1: flaunt it, right? Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> apparently, this this peacock had really helped change her life in a positive way. This is okay. what the artist was saying. Unfortunately, Dexter was denied entry onto his flight, I assume, because it was a peacock.
1: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You can't just be transporting exotic uh, birds.
0: Yeah, I don't think the tail feathers fit in the overhead storage compartment.
1: <laughs> uh, you might have Did seen get all the way to the gate. You think uh, this uh, artist, I, I, and, and I, they were like, "No, you can't bring this peacock." on. Not sure.
0: Yeah, pretty big uh, New York artist move there, though, right? Oh yeah, they got this is my peacock. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that peacock is not an emotional support
1: animal, <laughs> just a pretty bizarre one at that. I think. Yeah. No. Yeah. You definitely getting uh, the companionship, but
0: yeah, you might have seen this one uh daniel the duck i this wasn't the one i saw daniel the duck went viral after a video Damn. caught him on a flight uh he was wearing red shoes and a captain america <laughs> diaper
1: and he gets to come on board
0: <laughs> yeah <Daniel laughs> duck just waddling up the aisle yeah and there's a there's a video of him just or a picture of him just staring out the window kind of forlornly at the clouds mm. I wish i could be flying <laughs> out <laughs> there right, right now that's right so that was daniel the duck uh an emotional support pig was mm-hmm. kicked off a u.s airways flight in december of 2014 i saw this one Apparently, a pig. The pig weighed about seventy pounds, so it wasn't like oh. a little miniature piglet. It was. It a, wasn't
1: like a. Who was that really cute little pig? Anyways, yeah, yes. the little, little pig, like yeah. a baby pig. Little
0: mini pigs are, are yeah. adorable and they're yeah. small. This one was like seventy pounds. Apparently, it, st- it stunk up the whole airplane. It's a pig. Uh, when the person, the owner, was like trying to put her stuff up, she had, she just tied it to the armrest, and the thing just started howling and knocking <laughs> shit all over the place. So they, so
1: you got they got all the way on the
0: plane. Yeah. And they said you got to get out of here. With that, yeah,
1: like with that mammoth. Pig. Nobody said the security TSA didn't say anything.
0: I, it's a like what do you expect is gonna? I mean, maybe that pig was just having a bad day. <laughs> the the woman apparently was talking to it like a person, saying, "You stop being a jerk." <laughs> 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 <This pig. laughs> so, uh, uh, in in Qatar, Qatar, uh-huh. Qatar, yeah, whatever. The next World Cup venue. Yeah. Uh, there was a, f- a picture of two men walking down the aisle with their emotional support falcons. Yeah.
1: On their shoulders?
0: Uh, one was on the wrist, and the guy behind him had two Falcons on his wrist, right? Listen to what I found out about this. Uh, having Falcons apparently is a pastime. Really? They're not necessarily emotional support animals, but Qatar Airways allows economy passengers to carry one Falcon in the cabin, <laughs> although a maximum of six Falcons are permitted within the economy cabin of any one wouldn't, aircraft. Wouldn't they start fighting each other? I think they're pretty, uh, they're pretty like domesticated. Huh. Yeah. Uh, there is a hefty excess baggage charge for these animals. It ranges from 115 to $630 per for the privilege. Wow. Yeah. Next on the list, we have the emotional support alligator. <laughs> right. So we've mentioned the, the vast majority of these animals are, are dogs, but sometimes it gets a little bit crazy. Yeah. We have Wally, the alligator. <laughs> he was approved by his owner's doctor in York, Pennsylvania as an alternative to taking medication for, de- for depression.
1: What do you think? Kind of uh, like interactions you that they have with this alligator. You think it's just tossing a meat, and it's just the being in the same room, or do you no think they idea. like hug each other?
0: It was wearing a uh, like a harness,
1: like a leash, like type a thing? leash harness. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Huh. I don't know if it knows its name. I don't know if it does any tricks. <laughs> That's Wally the alligator. Uh, want to kind of jump ahead. The airline, the Air Carrier Access Act, it does have some protections for these airlines. I think it says that. You know, airlines are never required to accept certain animals like snakes, reptiles, ferrets, rodents, sugar gliders, and spiders. A sugar glider. Sugar glider is like a. It looks like a little. Uh, to me, I don't know what it is. It looks like a little flying squirrel. Okay. Type thing. Okay. It's like a tiny little marsupial-like animal, mm-hmm. right? Hmm. Uh, okay. I thought that was that was very specific. it didn't say like et cetera at all. It was like those. <laughs> Six things. <laughs> Snakes, reptiles, ferrets, rodents, sugar gliders, and spiders.
1: Not a lot of ambiguity here. Right. These six.
0: People have taken kangaroos on flights before. Uh yeah. I mean it's it's bizarre, right? I mean they have these whole the the transportation.gov has this whole like things to know web page about traveling with your service animals. Mm-hmm. Um It says airlines can exclude animals that are too large or heavy to be accommodated that pose a direct threat to the health or safety of others, cause significant disruptions of their barking or snarling or whatever, or they're prohibited from entering a
1: foreign country. Mm. Makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Also, if you have an animal on a flight for like eight hours, that dogs have to take a dump somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fine. I don't know the great way to to do this, Otherwise, Just get in your car and drive.
0: Yeah. I mean... I mean, this is
1: certainly the one time when it's going to start bumping up against other people, right? right. Where it's going to enter my life. Your right. support animals, if uh, in the comfort of your, your dog own just home, just took a I crap in thirty six C. Right,
0: right. What am I supposed to do about?
1: This? Yeah, like I don't really care, but if it makes the flight delayed and like, yeah, it causes discomfort to somebody who's allergic. Right. I think I think you need to find other ways of transportation.
0: I I know s- several people who ha- who take their dogs in the cabins on flights.
1: Uh, small dogs
0: reasonable sized dogs, not John, yeah. not like a great Dane, but like labs. So, and these people, to my knowledge, I think of sk- are skirting the system, but I, you know, I yeah, could be completely yeah. wrong.
1: My buddy, Chris, when he transported his dog back from California to New York, he yeah. said it was the worst flight of his entire life. He yeah, felt it so miserable. bad for the dog The dog. well, it did fit, but like it was maybe yeah. if he'd waited another month, this was like a the dog was a puppy. Okay. And, and he just said it was horrible. I don't, I think because he's sitting there just being like, "Man, I feel so bad for the dog." Mm-hmm. He's sitting in here like not really sure what the hell's going on. You're flying,
0: yeah. Flying coach sucks anyway.
1: Flying is scary. Not right. that they know what's really going on, but like they also don't know what's it's going on, and noise. that's scary too. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's it's not a great, great thing to have to deal right. with. So uh,
0: the system is bugged for sure, for right? sure. And a man from your home state, Arizona, wanted to kind of make a point of this, right? So he decided to uh, register his emotional support animal. He went online, went to the website, filled out the form, and was accepted. Any guesses to what his emotional support animal was?
1: Is it an Arizona animal? No, it's all over. Okay. Uh,
0: A snake. It was an emotional support beehive what yes he had he was accepted I mean, with his swarm of bees <laughs> to take them on an airplane <laughs> that's fantastic i would imagine he was gonna get the dexter peacock treatment and get sent right back uh yep. but he got the they got the paperwork got the paperwork done for it so
1: some some doctor was like sure yeah you some online sport. yeah
0: psychologist psychiatrist do you, was you like, think yeah, every you bee, got 80 bucks it's I interesting he,
1: he was able to group the collective hive right not, Not each, just one B. Yeah, it's a lot of Not, paperwork. Well you
0: take the queen, the rest of them are coming with it, I feel like. Yeah.
1: Right. They follow her.
0: Yeah. Um I'm sure there are other just tons of other examples of just bizarre, uh bizarre animals that have been taken on flights. Yeah. I,
1: I do think it's it's definitely wrong to group the service animals in with the emotional support. Because you really like I, if I was a service animal and like I was being grouped with the same rights as some other dog that didn't have any training, I'd be like, what's up? Yeah. What's up?
0: I mean, there's a lot of backlash about it now. I think people, people are passing, local governments are passing a lot of laws for businesses and mm-hmm. for housing, I think, uh, transportation as well. You know, they're like, oh, that's your service animals. Like, no, that's your dog. You, that you bought a vest. Yeah. On. Yeah. You got a little yellow vest on it. And that's, yeah. You just want to have your
1: dog with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll see if they can straighten the system up a little bit. You did mention the service animals as well. I kind of wanted to give a little shout out to a couple... uh couple organizations that I found when mm-hmm. I was doing this. So canines for warriors, I thought was a really cool one. They, uh, they're dedicated to providing service canines to veterans who have PTSD or traumatic brain injury and, or military sexual trauma, uh, resulting from service post nine 11 and so what they do is they actually it's good for the dogs and for the veterans they actually all the dogs are rescue dogs so they to they they've rescued over i think 1100 almost 1200 dogs and they've paired them with close to 600 veterans
1: so they rescue each other they rescue each other that's they rescue right each they other. save each other yeah. right. it's a hallmark movie it's so good
0: uh, but um, well, there's no no cost to the veteran at all it's just the dogs come and they i don't, I don't know i believe they are I'm not sure if they're all service dogs, if they've received training. I know mm-hmm. there definitely a lot of them are companion dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pets for Patriots as well, they link veterans with companion pets. So just having yeah. not necessarily service animals. but Yeah, yeah. So those are pretty I cool. I think that's great. Yeah. It's the season of giving. So if you feel like making a little donation to Canines for Warriors, I think they'd appreciate it. Yeah. It looks like they're doing some good work. Huh. Love that's, that. Uh, that's therapy animals.
1: Yeah, that's a good topic. Thanks. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to... We're gonna shift over into a funny topic, kind of. Well, not a funny topic. It's something um, neither of us, I think, have ever deeply thought about, and you'll find out we'll here in see. a second. Michael, tell me what you know about going bald.
0: Oh, I know nothing about that. I have a great head of <laughs> hair.
1: If you're watching this on video, you gotta take that hat off. Uh, yeah, you gotta pop uh, it off. I worked out, and my hair's all messed
0: now. <laughs> I went to the gym. Not a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal at all. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Um, going bald. I would. Well, I feel like uh, a lot of people, and it's easy for me to say because I'm not, but I feel like a lot of people hold on too long.
1: Mm. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Read right. uh, a lot about about this. At, perspective. At,
0: at, I feel like, uh, and maybe it's maybe it's harder when when you're in that position, but uh, you. I feel like you would be a lot happier and just be, look a lot better if you just said, you know what, this is a one, either, either get the hair plugs, get the, the, the transplant, transplant mm-hmm. or just be like, this is me. This is what I am. Yeah. Yeah. This is my, my reality.
1: So it's like whatever you decide to own will probably look better than being some wishy washy in between where you're just wearing your insecurities yes. on your sleeve. It's like, yeah,
0: everybody knows. Yeah. It's and okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Take care of it. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know anything about the science of it. Okay. Well, and I don't know, uh, how well stuff like Rogaine and what, like Tro, uh, not Tro, uh, Trojan, no Rome, like some of those. Rome.
1: Like, oh yeah. That, I think that's more for the ED stuff, some hair details, stuff but they well. might, they might be doing hair stuff as okay. well. Uh, but the other one you might be thinking of is Propecia.
0: Propecia. Yeah. Yes. Propecia
1: and Rogaine are like the two big ones. Yeah. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into some of these treatments. Roman, not Rome. Roman treatments. Um, we're gonna start with man, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so blow my mind. On average, the scalp has a hundred thousand hairs on it, and they cycle through periods of grow, growing, resting, resting, falling out, and regenerating. So that's sort of like there's a natural progression for your hair follicles and yes. like the hair that you have.
0: Hundred thousand. Falling out part. I don't know how I'm not bald because I ha- my bathroom is just covered in hair, and it's not just head. It's like my chest and back and everything so well, so on
1: average i've read this and i actually didn't write down so it might be wrong i think it's around like 25 to 50 hairs fall out naturally every day that seems low to me it could be i mean it could be low yeah. for different people I also i've
0: been told i have very thick hair
1: mm. Mm. <laughs> by a lot of jealous women <laughs> is this when you're sitting in the the chair getting a haircut be like oh you have such thick hair that's right oh that's right so good yes I don't know why I gave it a little voice there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so across the globe, three and a half billion dollars is spent on baldness cures every year. To put this into perspective, Bill Gates made the reference to this, that only 200 million dollars is spent on malaria each year. So, I mean, wow. A lot more That's, people care about yeah. going bald.
0: Well, it affects them.
1: Right. Right, yeah, exactly. Malaria happens. I would imagine there's more bald people. I don't people want malaria, than, yeah. but... If I had malaria, I'd give, give money to not have malaria. <laughs> yeah.
0: a I think that's people, a lot of people's thought process. I think
1: a lot of people have malaria, though.
0: How, do you I think mean, more people have malaria or than are bald? going bald? No,
1: a lot more people are going bald, yeah. but yeah. Uh, all right, so according to a 2009 one survey... One is deadly, I guess. Though, yeah, yeah, one so. is, yeah, you're dying from yeah. that. Uh, according to a 2009 survey from the International Society of Hair Restoration Surgery... Almost 60% of men would rather have a full head of hair than money or friends.
0: <laughs> huh.
1: I mean, six out of 10 people. What was
0: this organization that came up with? I would rather
1: have hair than money or friends. Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean. So I, it's like a tri- I, is it like a triangle? You could have two of three? I gotta have hair and money. I gotta have money and friends. Or I could have friends and hair?
1: Just the way it was written. So I don't. Yeah money or friends pick 2 yeah pick 2 okay yeah you're going to have money and you're going to have money and a head of hair but yeah. you can't have any friends all right um so yeah i thought i thought those were some interesting um statistics just about the going bald in general mm-hmm. and and sort of the issue so yeah you yeah. talk about the science yeah. what's what's the science like what's going on here so uh can't wait to hear this yeah so the most common cause of baldness is called androgenetic alopecia yeah. Alopecia is the is the science f- term the um yeah the science the We're scientific doing. term yeah. for uh hair loss. Okay. So androgenetic is a certain type of hair loss. There's a bunch. I didn't go into all of them because this is the main one that is like the main form of why people lose their hair. Okay. And it's basically also it's more colloquial term is just male pattern baldness. So uh it was discovered uh, in a scientific way, James B. Hamilton mm-hmm. in the mid ni- nineteen in the mid uh, like nineteen forties uh, published a paper about the three different factors that weigh in on people losing their hair, and the three main factors are androgens, which are hormones, okay, m- mainly testosterone in this case. All right, genetics and age. Yes. So those are the three main things. Um,
0: All makes sense so far.
1: Yeah. I mean, and in, and I think when I read this, it's like that when it's when it's broken down into its simple, in simplified form, it feels almost like oh, this should be like a common or, or maybe an easier fix. Like you offset some kind of you need more testosterone, you need something else. It seems that this is obviously much more complex, and there are a lot of different factors at play. Gotcha. And there's a lot of different types of baldness. Like supposedly, like hair follicle issues mm-hmm. are different than just like. thinning hair hair. like (laughs) it it, there are dietary issues there's so many different things stress could be a factor a lot of different things um but yeah so androgens so uh when testosterone comes in contact with an enzyme in the hair follicles it produces um dht which is dihydrotestosterone so it's another form of testosterone i guess that uh, like a enzyme is a catalyst. It mm. changes the hormone. It changes into DHT, and DHT is what binds to uh, the hair follicles that cause it to start degenerating. Okay, perhaps early. All right. So it, it over time, it, they actually the hair follicles shrink until they can't, um, you know, sustain a healthy hair follicle. Gotcha. Hair, uh, hair. So then that's what's going on. All right. But it only happens in hair follicles that are dictated by the genes. So it has to be. Um, pre like a, a hair follicle has to be predisposed to get this DHT binding uh-huh. to then fall out, so that's where it goes. If your father had a certain uh pattern of baldness, you could have that certain pattern as well. When you
0: say pattern, do you mean like the design in your head? Correct, correct. So, <laughs> so uh,
1: this is another part of, I'll get to right now. Um, yeah, like the lost patterns to it. So, there are receding from the forehead mm-hmm. where it just goes back. There's receding from the temples, yep. where you sort of get that. You get that. the runways. You get the runways, yep. And then there's the receding in the dome. Yeah. And and some of these can also be married together. Sure. Uh, and there's, like, I think I read type A, type O, and type M. And they're all the different forms. So And then, like, over time, that has, like, stages. So, in the beginning, you'll start seeing uh, rec- receding hairline at your hairline. And then the next stage would be, like... It goes further. It's more dramatic. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, if it was the the dome starts in the middle, like if you see some basketball player in a game, like you don't usually see people from above. Right. And then you seem like, oh, you're balding. Yes. like, oh, And that yep. just spreads out and then kind of creates like a George Costanza, mm-hmm. uh, Larry David style right. baldness. The, yeah. the friar look. The friar look. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you know, the Hippocratic Oath. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hippo, he he was looking at at baldness a lot, okay. he, and he has this one it's like the Hippocratic wreath, where it's, uh, I think it just goes around his head. Yeah, it's like the old uh, like Caesar. Haircut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he has a, a pattern named after him.
0: Is there any truth to the old wives? Shall wait. No, 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 please. Uh, to the I don't know, it's not a wives step, but the the, the, the the thought process that it's your mother's father.
1: So uh, yeah, that predicts. I'll, We're right there. So we just finished with the androgens. That's the um, you know the hormone aspect to it. Then the genetic aspect. Mm -hmm. So um, you know supposedly the science says turtle grandfather. The science says that the hair loss gene comes from the X chromosome. Okay. So if you're a, a female, you have two X chromosomes. If you're a male, you have an X and a Y. Yeah. So if you're a male, you're getting your X chromosome from your mom. Right. But your mom has two Xs. Uh-huh. So it's, it's kind of unclear where exactly it can come. Like it can come from her mom or, or her dad. Okay. But it's coming from your mother's side. And it also has some factors. Again, it's not – I think the, the old wives' tale is correct, but there are other factors that can gotcha. affect it.
0: So as an example then, let's put this uh, – a personal example here. My mother's father, mm-hmm. super bald. Mm-hmm. My mom's mom – has a full head of hair. Correct. So, so I may not be screwed, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Correct. Also, but also, women don't bald as much as men.
1: Women don't, but they do experience certain uh, thinning and baldness at certain times, and yeah. and, it, and especially related to menopause and different yeah. other uh, hormonal changes. Okay. Uh, so, you, but but you are right. Like yeah. you, your mom could have two X's, and you just get the one side of her that might be better. Like I'm actually similar. My mom's side is all bald. And, yeah. And my dad's side, I. He's got a pretty good head of hair. I think I'm just kind of skirting the... Well, we'll <laughs> playing, the I'm playing the odds. playing the odds. There's different... It, it occurs in different ethnic groups at different rates and likelihoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chinese, African Americans, Native Americans are more likely to keep a full head of hair yes. than whites. Yep. Um, age is a factor. Duh. Okay. So, But reading into this, they know age is a big factor, mm-hmm. but they don't know exactly what is causing, like what is happening in the aging process that is causing this and, and kind of catalyzing this hair loss. Okay, but, but the different rates are, it's about three in 10 people in their 30s, so 30% chance in your 30s, call it. And it goes up by 10% each decade. So in your 40s, it's four out of 10, 50s, five out of 10. By if you're 80, 80% of people are bald or mm. balding. Um, so okay. that's sort of like the the rate, and it's like a pretty consistent rate.
0: I'm trying to think of like ten friends. Well, that's not really fair because I can just pick four bald ones
1: <laughs> and group them all together. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you look at your maybe ho- ho- more holistic okay. view of your friends, I think yeah. I think that kind of matches up. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure it's not me. And also, we're in our 30s. Like, I think this stage would probably be when guys are being like, "Ah, oh, crap, I'm kind of going bald here," or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's tough. It's tough out there i Feel found a lot of you. gray hairs recently oh really yeah huh
0: right in my sideburns mostly i keep thinking and of, the I, side of my if head. i'm
1: seeing any but i haven't fully i
0: have one seen. that's in the front that i've tried to pull out like 15 times <laughs> and it always evades me it always gets away from me
1: do you have to look at it in the right light yeah. to see if it's it, gray
0: it just shine. it's like uh just a, a glare off a of rolex when you, uh, you give it the right way yeah
1: yeah um well yeah so those are the three things that uh Factor into hair loss, uh, in, in specifically androgenetic alopecia, yeah, male pattern baldness, right? Uh, other factors that can factor in this is not, uh male pattern baldness, but like radiation exposure, sure, uh, stress, sudden weight loss or dramatic event. I found interesting, so just like stress and yeah, yeah, that can cause yeah, your hair to fall. They did mention or I did read that this might not be forever, it might happen for. Six months oh, after look at something like, uh, and, then it, and then it comes back and everything's normal. You
0: look at like presidents when they, get, when they first go in their first term and when they For leave sure. after four years, they're oh. like Obama, Bush, all of them. They've been... They age
1: like 20 years in yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about some of the treatments. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, if it's a hormone issue, there are hormone treatments. Okay. So, looking at uh, Propecia and Rogaine, there's a certain underlying drug called dioxetyl. I think is what yeah. these things are, like the compound that these things are mostly made out of. It is not fully understood why this drug affects it. it, it, it and it also will not cure it. It's by no means a cure. It yeah. might slow it down. It might it might cause some hair to regrow, but it won't be for long. Yeah. So you can kind of chase it, to your point about making a decision. Mm. You can chase it with these drugs, but you can't cure it and right. you can't cause it to regrow. You
0: also run the risk of like getting super hairy knuckles, I feel like.
1: So, and then there, there are other side hormonal side effects to taking these drugs too. That could maybe be sexual impotence, something else that factors in a a whole bunch of different things can factor in from that.
0: Not worth it.
1: Maybe not worth it. And we'll get to that last part. Ah. Uh, So you said, (laughs) you mentioned hair transplants and this was actually, I was having a conversation with somebody and they mentioned somebody who went bald and they were like, oh, they went, went away. And then I saw them six months later and they had a full head of hair. And I was like, what happened? You got hair transplants. Yeah. And I was like, what is this process like? I've never even it understood sounds this. sounds super painful. I, yeah. Looking into it, it, it does sound super painful. It kind of takes a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, they take the hair follicles from a healthy part of your scalp. So, if you've got hair, like a healthy back of the head, mm-hmm. they could take a six to ten inch line of hair from here, like follicles. And there's two different methods, I guess, to remove the follicles. But they could take them out one at a time and move them into a healthy position, and just start planting them in your head. I mean, it's when you break down sort of just the simplicity of what they're doing; it's just, it's just weird. Like, yeah, it, it, the only and so the so okay, you moved a, a healthy hair follicle to a place that you were. So, aren't you just kind of like covering up, like trying to plug holes? And I, but I guess the other hair around this strip that you took off the back of your hair just kind of fills it in, mm. and you don't see it. Gotcha. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, people do it. So. Yeah.
1: So it takes four to eight hours. The process. The surgery, The, process, the surgery. Down, yeah. Uh, you can return to work in two to five days. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like it, a lot of bleeding, a lot of like, weirdness to a lot of weird pictures I saw. Um, and it costs from a range of 4000 to $15,000. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> it just looks like, I feel like you're, your head's just going to be on fire for weeks, I feel like. Yeah. Like, no, while it's growing and recovering. They and were healing. saying
1: it could be very tender, and, mm. and it sounds... No noogies. But... Oh, God. <laughs> and... Uh, but, but no, I mean, people do kind of say it works. Yeah. And What's some people the, come back and look it, cool, like great.
0: The, so, the prognosis for that is you just have good hair forever now? Or it's just... It, it elongates the...
1: It, 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 yeah, it should elongate. The time frame? Um, yeah, as long as that that hair follicle they moved, mm. I guess... I guess in kind of what I had researched, I would say is it that, like s- hair, hair, that hair follicle was not um, predisposed to baldness through the pattern. Gotcha. So they took something from another part of the scalp pattern. So and it's put not it necessarily the
0: part of your head. It's just the follicle is messed
1: up. Yeah. Well, the follicle, the follicles predisposed to this DHT hormone. Right. Uh, and that's, and, and that when it binds, that's when it causes it. That's when it tells it to, like, I oh, want you die a little early. <laughs> take a break. like, no, nah, I'm only 30. showers the showers. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Shit, I had
0: something to say. That was gonna... Anyway, keep going. All
1: right, so I'm going to move on to my last section yep. here. Chicks, man. <laughs> I'd take that from uh, E. Or uh, the soup, you know, chicks, yes. man. Yes. Uh, all right, so, yeah, so if people are so... Uh, insecure about this. Like, why? Like, what is it? So, 76% of women just don't care. That hmm. if you're bald, you're not Based bald, whatever. Like some survey you read online. Yeah, survey read online. 76%. I believe now...
0: That. I believe that 76% of women would say they don't care.
1: Now, exactly. So, <laughs> now, in, I saw it, like, immediately right after this, almost 50% of women in our study say, a buzz, though, is the way to go. So... Can't have it both ways. So you don't care. Well, then you really, you shouldn't give us your opinion on which option we should do because you wouldn't care either way. And it's is a very like, it's like a female thing. Like, I don't care until you ask me. Is this like <laughs> fully
0: bald versus uh, like just leaving a little stubble? So
1: th- I think they're saying We should get a bald the buzz, person on the podcast. I know one. Oh, I do too. And he and he shaved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The buzz, I think it's just kind of like go down to like almost like a crew cut. Yeah. Leave whatever. It's almost like a but, like a the half guard or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of think, I uh, man, I <laughs> Googled uh, sexy bald men. <laughs> Google. It was, so, it was already
0: uh, auto filled into your search bar.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. It was sexy and it was just bald yeah. men. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like the main ones, like Michael, Michael Jordan, um, Jason Statham, I think would be like what they're saying is the bald or the, the buzz cut look. Yeah, okay. Where he just keeps yeah, it yeah. really close. Uh, but you can kind of see where the hair would come in. But, yeah. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is another one. Vin Diesel. Uh, Bruce Willis is actually sort of like the, the, the most talked about good looking bald guy. And we ju- just watched Die Hard last night. And he had a full head of he hair. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did have a full head of full hair. Full head of hair in that movie. Andre Agassi. Yes. Samuel Who Jackson. apparently wore a wig for a while. Really? From what I understand. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Um, I hope I didn't just make that up. This other guy, Frederick Freddie yeah. Lernberg. Andre
0: Agassi admits long hairstyle was a wig. That big oh, muller really? he had
1: was, was not his real hair. Oh, because he looks really good without hair. I think. Yeah, he looks looks solid. This is what I think people are getting at, though. It's like own it, right? Right. If you're going bald, cut it back and just be confident, and like that confidence will be sexy. I mean, you look at like you also look at a lot of these guys. Like they're all pretty much in shape. Well, that you know, helps as well. Right? Like, if, if you're in, in good shape, they you can kind of do whatever you want. <laughs> and I think they got a lot I of friends. I think they're all pretty financially stable. <laughs> they, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they look pretty good. They're confident men. Then you and got somebody it. like Bagel Boss Guy who's, like, <laughs> super bald as well. Yeah. He's also, like, five. Well, years. there were some people on here that I thought were funny. Uh, Michael Chiklis. Uh, he's the guy from, oh, what was his show? He always plays a cop.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, uh, he hit himself with a belt right? Is yeah. That, that guy. Yeah. What yep. show was that? Uh, Boardwalk Empire.
1: Yeah. I think of Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was one other one on here. He's not bald. Who? Chickless or whatever that guy is. he? If we're thinking of the right guy, if you're thinking of the right guy, uh, he definitely is bald. The other guy on here, I thought, Oh, was funny. Oh, 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 Oh,
0: Breaking Bad. That's, that's Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. I thought that was, uh, it's, it, it's not, not, uh, it's not, no, he was, it's not uh, other cop show. He was the, he was the thing in Fantastic Four
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. That guy. Uh, we <laughs> he's found that bald the bald guy. guy. He's that bald guy. <laughs> that bald guy. Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> Howie Mandel is on this list. Uh, I don't think Howie Mandel's <laughs> a great looking guy, but all right. He's just uh, he's
0: a weirdo. He's a big time germaphobe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like shaking hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sean Travolta is on this list. Yes. Uh, anyways. So, yeah. I mean, I think... To, to your point, when they started asking women about this, I think anywhere in between where it's like, you kind of got this patchiness to what you're doing. It, it doesn't look like there's any strategy mm-hmm. to what you're doing. Yeah. If you're going to have like hair, whatever, just make it, like own it and, and do it in a way that, you know, you, you make it clean and... and looks good i don't know what else to say about it stop faking it just stop faking it yeah let it go let it go shave it back yeah it's so easy to
0: say as a guy with beautiful locks for sure but for sure Hmm.
1: i don't know i don't know what i would do uh if i got one mole on my my side of my head yeah i would get rid of that and then i think i would shave it you have a mole yeah i've always had this mole i have i
0: have a thing on the back of my head as well
1: I have a, I have a concern that like my head would be <laughs> the, yeah like the contours of my scalp wouldn't be
0: just completely square awesome
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, Coming me back on Frankenstein You got here. ninety
0: degree <laughs> angles out there
1: i uh, I did well, have to shave my head for freshman year of football
0: ah and I I've, hated it I've buzzed my head on multiple occasions yeah it, it's not bad uh-huh. uh yeah, I think the big if you've never done done that before, you're like you you don't know what your head your head. Heads without hair kind of look weird if you're not used to it, right? Especially sure. so you don't know what your head head's going to look like. It's true. The shape of it. Yeah. You got any
1: indentations. Supposedly, and I was reading this and I think, I couldn't tell how much of this is like, you know, I've gone bald and let's now make myself feel better about it. Some people say it makes them look more distinguished. Yeah. More intelligent. Right. And more confident. Okay. And more dominant. <clears throat> so women would say this. It also makes them look... Supposedly a little bit older. Right. On average, looking at a person who's bald, they might be they might get a, a year older in age. Be like, oh, that guy looks 35. Sure. I mean, oh, he looks 40.
0: One thing you That's left off old. about all these bald guys that you mentioned is they're all relatively jacked as
1: well. That's true. I
0: don't think you can be like That's a skinny bald dude.
1: Right. Or a skinny or an And overly, typically,
0: you're going to have some facial hair, I feel like.
1: Mm-hmm so that was the other thing like you could you could have a lot of hair in other places oh, this yeah. was this was a question i was trying to get to like if you're losing your hair yeah. are you also losing it everywhere but no it's just yeah it's the hair just follicles the in your head yeah huh but yeah no you're right i think they do they get jacked to either yeah. offset right. so i don't know
0: right well you just dry, draw the eyes somewhere else
1: yeah, yeah. you really seen like really short guys they get Check really jacked delts. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right that's um right. But yeah, no, that's going bald. Going bald. Going
0: bald. Wow. For any bald listeners out there, hopefully we covered the bases.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, and anybody's going and,
0: through it, struggle right now,
1: just own it. If, own it. I mean, it's not. It, and some people, I think, look better bald. Well, a lot of them, or they, or they look good in a different way. I you don't know what?
0: Know. Let me put it this way: Do what you want to do. My opinion is that <laughs> you're not you're not fooling anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going bald. Excellent. Um. anything else that's it cool yeah great thanks everybody for listening in on uh, baldness and therapy animals <laughs> hey I'll tell you what if you're going bald and struggling with it it's causing you a lot of angst and anxiety there's several websites online that will <laughs> write you a letter so that you can travel with your pet
1: <laughs> perfect yes
0: your balding chihuahua you can take it on a plane with you
1: and also send a little donation over to our yeah, canines for warriors canines pets for are warriors. patriots there's tons of them
0: yeah good stuff
1: support them uh,
0: are we saying Merry Christmas again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Merry
1: Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. All of the above.
0: Exactly. Uh, that's all I got. Thanks so much for listening. We
1: will see you guys next week. See you guys.